0: Has a birthday, and Miss Linda Harper has a birthday on the second. Are there any other birthdays or anniversaries this week? See if you see. We we do try to do a public service here. <laughs> uh, well, let's sing "Happy Birthday" to those uh, that were mentioned. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, God bless you. Happy birthday
1: to you. Our next hymn is number three. Page three. Worthy of worship.
0: To a, our announcements and praises and prayer requests. Uh, as you know, the uh, Life Care Pregnancy Center is still accepting donations in the box in there in the, in the fellowship hall uh, the food pantry in the back with non-perishable items in the foyer also the Christian literature um, we still do not have a definitive date on the playground dedication uh, as soon as we have that we will get that to you uh, I can go ahead and tell you it won't happen before the 4th of July it'll be after the 4th uh, also the week of the 4th of July Wednesday night services which is not this Wednesday, next Wednesday uh, will be canceled, so uh, you can spend time with your families and uh, and uh, for that we can celebrate the independence of this great nation that God set and for us and placed those in. Are there any other announcements or or that would need to be made? Praises and prayer requests.
1: Just more about Walter. Walter's still a little
0: better. Okay. Good. Got a praise. Lonnie's here. Um. Any others? Go ahead. Continue.
1: I've got sister I keep my mother on the list, Jean Parcel. She's doing well. Also, pray for me. I'm just worn out. I've got a lot of things to do. I appreciate your prayers, guys, I feel that deal with it. Okay. My granddaughter, Sierra the neurological brain surgeon monkey okay. that you can see. Okay.
0: Any others? Our uh, best
1: friend's son has a blood disorder. They're not sure. They're still running tests. He had this before, and he's the father of three little ones under the age of four. Okay. So his name is J.C. Savage. A pair of friends are going
0: others. Yeah I need to add um, a little girl. I went to go get gas and I met a lady uh,
1: who just started talking to me and wanted to know if I prayed God and I told her yeah and she wanted to add a little girl. Her name's Elena and um, when she was born she has a undeveloped nerve in her left eye and she sees shadows but she wanted me to add her to our you've seen my cross on the back of my car okay and I got an update for um, Ron Juan and Karen on the list mm-hmm. um, he's now has shingles I guess because his immunity's low from
0: taking a chemo All right. just pray for him okay Okay. any other? I had a, a person this morning uh, mentioned to me uh,
1: their Grandmother, uh, um,
0: concerned that uh, that individual
1: being lost, so uh, prayers uh, for uh, family members that are lost to turn to Jesus. Okay. Miss Sand? Pray right, for
0: the people in have Yes, ma'am. Lonnie, do you want to? I'd like to thank the Lord that i back down here to say, Amen.
1: It's been a harder day than once. Yes, it has. But I know that a lot of people have been praying for
0: me. And I appreciate
1: all
0: the prayers and help I give. Yep. And if the woman's prayer, I wouldn't have it later. Amen. 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 And we're continuing to pray for you, Lonnie. Any others? That just so wonderful. Our prayer like people
1: just come to us when they're in trouble or they're they, they don't know where to go, and they ask us. You know, it's just it's just such a it's like God has just so blessed this church mm-hmm. and powerful prayer warrior mm-hmm. yeah, just going to the Lord, and we've seen so many miracles. Yeah. Amen. Yeah, it's just, it's so Amen. Amen.
0: Any other? All right. If there's no others. Uh, let's go to Lord in prayer. Father God, we love you. We we come before you, and we we have a lot of folks that don't know who we are, but yet they know that we are praying church. They know that you answer the prayers of this congregation, and Lord, we just we thank you for that. That's a that's a great testimony to have, Lord. We we lift up those that were listed today, Lord. Uh, Joy and, and and Judy and Jason, Lord. We lift up the Monroe family, those in Florida who are uh, suffering down in Florida for the collapse, Lord. Uh, the families of the lost, Lord. Uh, we lift up J.C. Savage, and, and, and we lift up Walter, and we lift up Sierra, and, and Ron, and Karen, and, and so many others, Lord. Uh, uh, you're in control of all this. Even though we may not understand what's happening, we may not have a clear sight of what you're doing. You're working for your glory. And Lord, we lift things up to you and know that you're involved 100%. Lord we ask you to make us worthy of the harvest that we can see those that that need you and be made aware of them Lord and give us the ability to to talk to them and build a relationship with them so that they can come to understand who you are. Lord we just ask that you would send that Holy Spirit before us when we're out and about doing our daily lives and our, our normal stuff. Lord, you're in it. You're in us. Oh, we just love you. Um, we ask you, Lord, to intervene in all of these. Those that are deployed, those that are trying to come home from deployment, Lord, those that are still deployed, those that are going to be deployed, keep your arms around them. Lord, the first responders that, that, that come when nobody else will, Lord, The um, those that are in nursing facilities and those those people that work there, Lord, the unspokens. Uh, we lift up all of these things, Lord, our, our country, our military, uh, the missionaries, you know, Lord, all of them. We lift them all up to you. Today we collectively come together as a family to worship you, Lord, as brothers and sisters in Christ. Let us put aside all strife and envy and whatever. Let us focus on you. In Jesus' name I pray, amen.
1: Our operatory hymn is 500. Page 500. Trust and obey. i stay okay.
0: good morning. If you have your Bibles, if you will turn to Genesis chapter 50. Um, This is something we probably should have, a sermon I probably should have preached a long time ago when we started coming back to church. Um, When we started after being closed uh, for COVID. Um, And this is something that is relevant for today. Uh, If you really stop and think about it, uh, what we're going to talk about today is, is relevant. Is probably about as relevant as anything we've talked about. Uh, Number one, there's nothing more relevant than the fact that Jesus Christ is our Lord and Savior. Um, He sacrificed Himself on the cross for His own free will to redeem His creation back to Himself. This, what I'm talking about today, is something that gets lost in our our everyday life. Uh, Verse 20. Now you have to understand, I'm going to give you a little prelude into this uh, Joseph had, conf- had took taken care of his brothers and he had got all of his family into uh, Egypt and uh, and then uh, Joseph's father died and when his father died the brothers they were worried that Joseph would ex- exact revenge on them for what they did to him when he was a child and so in verse 20 uh it, it, well, let me back up. 19 it says, And he said unto them, Fear not, for I am in the place of God. Fear not, for I am in the place of God. And then 20 it says, But as for you, you thought evil against me, but God meant it unto good, to bring the past as it is this day, to save much people alive. Now therefore, fear ye not, it will nourish you Uh, I will nourish you and your little one and he confronted them and spake kindly unto them and then it goes on to say that you know and Joseph dwelt in Egypt he and his father's house and Joseph lived in 110 years I want to pray Father God we love you and we thank you for this day Lord we thank you for this message Lord we need to be reminded that What people mean for evil turns out good for you. You are the creator of all things. You are the sustainer of life. Lord, we love you. I ask you to open this word up to us as we delve into it and many other verses. Lord, I love you. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. This coronavirus or whatever you want to call it is demonic in nature it is a deceitful thing and then the politicians got involved in it and made it worse but that's not what I'm preaching about what I'm preaching about is what they meant for evil God meant for good look what's happening across our nation because of this people are starting to stand up for their God given rights people are starting to push back on us losing our ability to join together in worship in mass. Not mask. Mass. Um, And we've seen all at the time the untruths that were told. And what God or what they meant for evil God has turned around for good I mean look at this our church has survived our congregation is stronger now than it was before we have new faces and we have new people coming we're reaching more people that we've never reached before the fact that we're alive we're reaching hundreds of people that way we've never done that before we would have never done that So our little church here at Deep Creek Baptist Church, the last report that I got, 14 states and 22 countries are watching our Sunday and Wednesday night services. Isn't that amazing? What the government... And those that are involved in the evil Are trying to shut down Because who was the first Who was the first ones they, they went after They went after churches You could go to Walmart And fill the place up But you couldn't have but ten people in a church Why is that Because they don't want to deal with Jesus Christ There's a spiritual war That's been going on Since the fall it's going on and raging today. It has been raging forever. And Satan knows his days are numbered. And the closer he gets to his time being up, which he doesn't know, the worse it's going to get. Look at how it was when we were children. Look how it is today. And we get shook up. We have people that get shaken to their foundation because of the things that's happening. We have Christians that are afraid to speak up today because they're afraid they're going to get hammered on social media. Or they're going to get hammered in their personal life. You can't practice your religion and walk it out without maybe a possibility of losing your job. What does Jesus tell us to do? Stand firm. Stand firm. Do you want to be one of the ones like we talked about Wednesday night that went away? Those disciples that went away because of a hard saying? Are you one of the disciples that's going to go away because of peer pressure from outside the congregation? You think you can We can walk through life and be, for lack of a better term, closet Christian. Openly Christian at church and in the closet the rest of the week. Trust me, they ride by the road out here. They see your car parked out there. That's not a secret. That's not a secret. So what does your life and my life look like? Romans eight twenty eight tells us, and we know that God causes all things to work together for good to those who love God, to those who are called according to His purpose. Each one of us, from me down to the one of the little children that's in this church is called to a purpose. God created us for His purpose, for His will, not for ours. He endowed us with He placed us for whatever reason with the parents that he placed us with to make us who we are for his service. Not ours. See, once we accept Christ, we become a slave to him because we have no claim upon our own rights. He bought them and paid for them with a severe price on the cross. And if you or I were the only members of his creation left he still would have went to the cross he still would have went to the cross and so the reason we get these prayer requests and the reason we get people wanting us to pray for them is Psalm 66 5 come and see the works of the Lord who is awesome in his deeds toward the sons of men The Lord works here. The Lord works here through you and through me. He's indwelled us with his spirit. We can't bottle it up. If we bottle it up, we go stagnant. What happens to a lake when the overflow pipe gets stopped? What happens to the water in it It becomes not fit for consumption? the things that are in it die because it's bad water we have been called to be fountains of life rivers of water are to flow from us and the water that flows from us is the blood of Christ his gospel that's what we're called to be that's what we're being that's what we're to do and when necessary use words our lives should be such an example of who Jesus is. 1 Timothy four four, For everything created by God is good and nothing is to be rejected if it is received with gratitude. Nothing is created that is bad. But when we receive it, we need to have Gratitude. when we receive it. We need to be grateful for our salvation. We need to be grateful for the provisions that God provides us. We need to be grateful for our friends and our families. We need to be grateful for God placing us in this country of all the places in the world He placed us here. We need to be grateful that He brought us to this church for this time, for this people. For His glory, not ours. God is good and smarter than we we don't know the story we don't understand everything and that's okay but we have to know that other folks are watching us and our response in the circumstances of everyday life speaks volumes do you respond like the guy down the street who doesn't have a clue as to who Jesus Christ is or do you respond like a child of God How do we respond in crisis? How do we react when the world around us is falling apart? How do we stay grounded? How do we stay focused on Christ? How do we do that? Through the indwelling of the Holy Spirit. There's a whole society out there today that means evil, they mean to do things for evil purposes and we are the the fail safe it's our responsibility to stand up the church has been quiet for too long for too long some folks believe that it's beyond redeemable but Christ hasn't returned Christ hasn't returned so it is redeemable we are here for his glory and for his purpose we have a mouth We have breath. We have a Bible. We have hands. We have feet. We can pray. Those of us that can get around, we can move around and do things. What are we supposed to be? What? The hands and feet of Christ. We can hug. We can touch. We can love. We can offer a word of encouragement because too often what we get is "I told you so. I told you so seems to be the number one criteria today. Or, you deserve that. Well, maybe they did. But they don't need you to tell them that. What they need you to say is, look, let me give you a hug. Things will be alright. We'll figure out how to move forward through Jesus. Everything is not life or death except for in the realm of spirituality. Everything is life or death. They either are alive or they're already dead. We need to be in the business of resuscitation. And we need to remember that we weren't saved from something. We were called to something. Jesus saved us and called us to a relationship with him. He didn't save us from hell. Because we were already there. We were already there. He has called us to a relationship with him. And for guys, that's hard for us to say. Ladies, they know all about relationships. Men, I'm telling you, Christ wants a relationship with you. Not just a a personal relationship. He wants to know what makes you tick. He wants to know what you like. He wants to know what you don't like. He wants you to tell him. He wants to know what you like to eat, what you don't like. He wants to know what your wife does that makes you happy, what your wife does that makes you sad. He wants to know all these things. He wants to know what your children say that causes your hair to stand up on the back. He wants to know what your children say that causes your heart to melt. He wants to know all of those things. He wants you to lay them in him. The decisions you're facing, the struggles you're facing, the stress that's in your life, he wants to be a part of all of that. He wants your whole heart, your whole life. That's what Christ wants from us. And how do you go about that? By spending time with Him. How did you go about building a relationship with your spouses? We spent time with them. Couldn't wait to be around them. Remember, you get close to them, want to ask them something, man, and your hands go to sweating. Am I the only one whose palm sweated? <laughs> the what? <laughs> well I know for some of us it's been a long time. But <laughs> anyway. Um, that's the kind of relationship we need to have with our Lord and Savior. We need to be in love with Him. Because He's definitely in love with us. The evil out there cannot, I repeat, cannot, cannot, and cannot possess you. Evil cannot live where Christ lives. Evil cannot be in the same space as Christ. If he is in your heart, evil cannot possess your heart. However, evil can oppress you from the outside. Oppress you. There's only two ways evil can enter into you and that's if you invite it or Christ allows it. What does he tell us to do? Satan. Depart from me. I rebuke you. There's a reason he tells us that simple stuff. Because it's that simple. And the next thing he tells us to do is what? Flee. 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 When they turn around and walk away, he said, Run! For lack of a better run fast, run as fast as you can away from him. And here's something we need to realize too. In Ecclesiastes 12 14, for God will bring every act to judgment, everything which is hidden, whether it is good or evil. Whether it's good or evil it's going to come to judgment. Whether it's hidden or not. So those motives that we have we might be getting away with them now but we're going to stand before our Lord and Savior. Proverbs 16.4 probably is the epitome of this of this whole discussion. The Lord has made everything for its own purpose, even the wicked for the day of evil. you ever thought about that? Have we ever thought about that? That all of this is for one purpose and one purpose only? The glory of God. And we're living in a day, in a world where Isaiah 5.20 comes to play Isaiah says woe to those who call evil good and good evil who substitute darkness for light and light for darkness who substitute bitter for sweet and sweet for bitter he's saying here things are upside down things are going crazy you tell the truth you tell the truth and you get persecuted you tell a lie and they run with it You're making laws that go against the Word of God and you're trying to force them on people. You're taking mental issues and trying to make them mainstream everyday life. Why? Why? Why are they doing these things? Because... The Bible tells us it was going to get worse, a lot worse. And just think about as bad as this world is, Christ still has not taken his church out of it. That's why there's good in the world. That's why there's good in the world. We're still here. How are we individually and corporately, how are we responding to the world around us? Are we advocating our roles in the truth in the announcement of truth? Are we advocating our roles in the announcement of morality? Are we vocal about those things, or are we just oh well? My vote don't count. My voice is just one voice. Well, look what one voice crying in the wilderness did. Look what one voice crying in the wilderness did. Your voice is important. Our voice is important. Our singular voices and our collective voices. We have a calling upon us to stand true and proud. We have a calling upon us to affect the morality in our neighborhoods, in our communities, in our states. We have a calling on us to band with others who believe the same way we believe so that we can hold These elected representatives to the truth. Not to spin the truth. You know, the Bible tells us the truth will set you free. You've been set free. You've been set free. John three eleven or John three or third John one eleven. Beloved, do not imitate what is evil but what is good. The one who does good is of God. The one who does evil has not seen God. Don't imitate what the evil people do. No matter how enticing it may be, don't do it. Don't imitate them. There are churches today who are infiltrated with people who have no idea what the gospel says. It's all about what makes them feel good. The word of God is pretty clear about what he accepts and what he doesn't. He's pretty clear about what is an abomination and what isn't. Very clear. Their whole denomination is being torn apart because they refuse to read the book or they refuse to believe what is written in the book and each one of us as children of God have to decide for ourselves is every word in this book true because if one word is not true the whole book is false Or is it just a book of metaphors for life? Something to be played out and strived to. Those are the things you have to decide. As for me and my house, this is the unadulterated truth here on earth. authored by the Creator, God breathed. I believe every word in it from the front cover to the back cover. I believe it is happening or fixing to happen. I believe there's a day coming when this church will not be here. I believe there's a day coming when the dead in Christ will rise first. They will see the glory of Jesus before the living. then I believe there's a day coming when the trumpet's going to sound and he's going to judge the world and then I believe there's a day coming when we're going to live forever in the presence of God think about that in the new Jerusalem on the new earth what a glorious day what a great hope we have. And the evil ones are going cast in the lake of fire to mourn and suffer for the eternity that we spend praising God and in the presence of the Lord. That's what this is about. That's why people were they couldn't go outside that's why they were told they had to do this and they had to do that you do know that none of the things that they made us do over the last 18 months was lawful there were no laws passed they were edicts from bureaucrats That's the reason in this county, our sheriff and district attorney said they wouldn't prosecute people because there was nothing under the general statute to charge them with. And just recently this week, the Supreme Court upheld that the city of Los Angeles was wrong for barring people from their church and prosecuting them. So now the city of Los Angeles has to pay reparations to a church. Amen. Amen? Exactly. What we need to be about is praising God for the protections and the calling that He's gave us. We're free. We live in the United States of America. We are still free. We have individual rights. We are free to say what we want to say where we want to say it as long as we're not screaming fire and pull a fire alarm. We're free to call sin, sin. No matter how much people may disagree with it. We're free to pray with anybody anywhere. Children, you can pray at school you have an individual right that they can't take from you we are a free people free to worship our country was founded by people who were being oppressed religiously A bunch of misfits here took on the the greatest superpower of the world at the time And one created the greatest country that has ever been on the face of the earth. And now it's on the verge of collapse because generations forgot (coughs) what founded this country. Blood and the providence of God, almighty contrary to popular beliefs. This is a Judeo-Christian country. Next week is the 4th of July. We will be selling, it will be celebrating Independence Day, not July the 4th. Remember that. Independence Day. We won our independence from a tyrannical government that had taxation without representation. They ordered the, co- the colonials to to disarm and they refused God's moral law trumps any law that is in the land that is sinful and that's a fact so we have to choose he doesn't want us to be Unruly and uh, bad citizens. However, he does want us to use our common sense, and he does want us to read his word to guide us. Just because somebody changes the law of the land that was been ordained since the beginning of time, does not mean it's right. Does it? Every law <coughs> that is being passed that is immoral is designed to weaken this the word of God which it can never do what it's going to do is lead people to stand before God in judgment and face it because they chose to live a life contrary to the rules put down by the creator of the universe period that's where we stand today our church has reopened we've survived COVID and we had a lot of grief with that but we're here today through the grace and providence of God we're going to be here tomorrow through the grace and providence of God we've been around 145 years actually 146 now For this purpose, for this day. To be relevant in forming society around us. Amen? Amen. Alright. So today, if you don't have that relationship, today's the day. Today, if you need to reacquaint yourself with Christ, today's the day. Today's the day to decide that you're going to put away all the bags... And baggage that you're dragging. Today's the day to walk out of here free. Free from bondage. Free from all the snares of life. You will have problems in the future. But today you can leave here free. If you don't know Jesus, I suggest today would be the day because the kingdom of heaven is near. One day, like on the ark. God closed the door of the ark and no one could get in and no one could get out one day this time we have here on earth where you can come with the prompting of the Holy Spirit and accept Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior is going to end just like the ark it will be shut and your circumstances and your consequences And your destiny will be set for eternity. With that being said, let's go to the Lord in prayer. Father God, I love you and I thank you. I thank you, Lord, for reminding us that those who try to do things for evil are bringing glory to you for good. Lord, we know that it will turn out that way because you have created everything. Everything that is created was created by you. Not one thing. Lord, we love you, and I ask that not one soul leave here today without being made right with you, whatever that may be to them. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. 434.